Welcome to the podcast by Mikhail Alphon. What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. The podcast. The podcast. Uh, I got Nelson. It's uh, it's six twenty-eight. What time do you start today? Six twenty-eight in the morning. Uh, before six. Before six in the morning. Uh, I probably have another hour, hour and a half to go. It's been a long day, but we wanted to sit down and maybe give you a little bit of a recap on a day in our lives. However, what's more important than that is today, Canelo and Triple G. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Finally agreed on a rematch. Initial thoughts. Um, definitely, I hope the testing and things like that get cleared out of the way. You is know. that still an issue? I don't know. I think now it, it's an issue up until fight day, right? Yeah. <laughs> For the listener, if you're not 100% familiar with, with what we're talking about, um, uh, Saul Canelo Alvarez and Gennady Triple G Golovkin uh, are two amazing superstar fighters in, in the game of boxing, in the sport of boxing. And Triple G happens to be one of the reasons that Nelson and I found such an amazing bond. Yeah, definitely. I know we we went and seen him live against Wade at the Forum. That was pretty cool. That was a cool one. What was even cooler about that is we I don't think we had actually even hung out before yeah, that. Not not really. <laughs> how did we even? I forgot how we even got into. How we even discovered that we liked that together? I don't know. Randomly, YouTube uh, fights. Maybe or maybe I invited you to. I was probably watching something and invited you or something was like that. Was that what it was? Yeah. Either way, that was incredible. I remember watching that fight, and we'd be—we were probably how far back were we? Like ten rows from the very back. It's still C, <laughs> yeah. by the way. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think we were like right on the. We we're on the the top. It's only two decks, so we we're on the top deck, couple couple rows up from the the glass. What was insane though is the fact that when Triple G landed his body shot, you could hear it. Yeah, the whole crowd was like, "Ooh!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good fight too, and the Chocolatito fought in the beginning. So that was cool. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Now he's like getting like closer to not headlining by any means. Now he lost. He lost. Yeah. So the rematch is coming up. Yeah. Oh, that's brutal. Who do he lose against? Uh, I don't. I don't follow that weight division that much, so I'm not. I'm gotcha. not sure. But uh, he lost, and that guy's undefeated. So it should be fun. But Triple G and Canelo. Uh, I'm glad they got contracts sorted out and all that stuff. So. Um, to the listener, Nelson is very ob- – if you've watched any of the Tuesday shows, uh, seen any of the graphics or anything that goes out, not my personal graphics, but graphics for our clients or anything like that, the master behind all of that is actually Nelson. Now, what many do not know is that he is a fantasy football phenom. Yeah, <laughs> That's definitely. actually his second job. <laughs> and uh, in addition to that, uh, also – Somewhat of a boxing expert. You watch a, I was yeah. gonna say a fuck ton, but I'll go with the shit ton so yeah. I don't curse on the I'll, podcast. Not, not definitely not an expert, but I, I watch a, my fair share. I watch at least maybe three like cards a month, so I guess that's a lot. I just when I don't watch them, I just record them. The best uh, bang for your buck right now is uh, is definitely Showtime. Is Canelo middleweight or welterweight? Welterweight. Welterweight. Yeah. Cause they they pumped up, so he he 
Canelo has to move up in weight because Triple G. Oh, sorry, he was a middleweight. Canelo had to move up to four Triple G's belt, which just got stripped, which is crazy. The first time, th- what's crazy about this situation? First time because Triple G was, uh, he had a mandatory challenger, and the first time ever that the IBF has actually enforced anything about stripping belts, stripped him of the belt because he didn't accept a challenge within like three weeks of the top what? top fighter. So um, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. So here's here's what we have in rankings here too. Gennady, and this is for middleweight, by the way. Uh, Gennady Golovkin, uh, according to ESPN, is number one, which that makes, makes sense. sense. They actually have Canelo at number two above Daniel Jacobs, which is interesting to me. Uh, yeah, because of the fact that Triple G won the fight, Canelo and Triple G tied, and Canelo has not fought Jacobs yet. And I guess that, that was the backup plan, was Canelo fight Jacobs. I wonder if he would have done the same thing he did to Triple G, because Daniel Jacobs is a big guy, Yeah. and when they went to fight, he didn't even weigh in. <laughs> he said, forget it. He was like 20, 30 pounds like, over. 20 or 30 by pounds time, over? By the time fight night came in. So he he says, screw it. I don't want your belt. I'm going for the win. He tried to, like, bulk up for the power. And it and it, it showed, dude. It showed. He didn't know. That was, like, the first time Triple G, besides Canelo, first time he didn't knock anybody out. Right, right. In a while. Like, 30 fights or something. Yeah, he had he had something like 32 knockouts in a row. Yeah. Something crazy like that. It's definitely been a lot of fun to watch. I like that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that, that is uh, – yeah, he's he's my favorite fighter by far to watch. Well, the best part he's like, I mean, he's fr- he's from Kazakhstan, but yeah. it sounds Russian. Yeah. And for whatever reason, anytime there's like a Russian accent, it sounds dangerous. It does. He has like <laughs> he he has that mix between <laughs> he has that mix between Borat and, and Russian. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, after the single to Mayo fight, do you remember that when he was like? Cinco de Mayo forever, my friend. <laughs> it's like, damn, <laughs> forever. <laughs> that just reminds me. Oh god, he always says something weird too. Like he, like I love, I love his marketing tactic of like trying to get with like the Mexican fighters because they yeah. like a lot of accents. Like, or I'm sorry, a lot of accents. They like a lot of action. And he's always just like, my Mexican friends, yeah. this is for you. Yeah, he's like, this is Mexican style. <laughs> Mex- this is fight. <laughs> makes me, It makes me so excited. And I love that accent. Like, uh, you know, Manny Pacquiao is obviously one of oh, my yeah. favorite ones. But his post-fight interviews were equally as hilarious, but on the wrong side. Yeah. You know, you have like Max Kellerman, who's like, Asking him, so Manny, w- what did you think about the fight tonight? And he's like, um, um, to, to. first of all, <laughs> I want to thank God <laughs> and my family. <laughs> and it's not a knock, but it's just, it's crazy. It's, it's hilarious to see them. But then, you know what? I actually think that's why somebody like Mayweather gets so, is so huge because oh, he's yeah. an excellent communicator. He's like that. I mean, that's all he does. Yeah. Yeah. He sells that fight. <laughs> yeah. Like, regardless of whatever it is. 
And then afterwards, you really hear like of any drama between Mayweather and the other fighter after the fight. Right. It's never there. I guess because the other fighter's like, thank you for making me all this money. <laughs> money. What are you going to say? That's Besides, I guess, Connor. But even them, they, they kind of like hug Oh, it they out were afterwards. friends afterward for sure. Yeah, Floyd even has a mural in his house, right, <laughs> of him and Connor like clashing. He ended up making more than that than on the Pacquiao fight, right? Uh, something like that. I don't know. Forbes came out. Forbes came out like last week, and he was top of like 200-something million. One fight. Two hundred million for yeah. one fight. Connor got a uh, hundred million or like ninety nine million or That's something. That's insane, dude. Yeah. It's crazy to think that like sports, like football players, the highest paid football player is not paid that much over the course of like five or seven years. Yeah, this guy is making ten times that much in a night. You know, and what's crazy about that is somewhere down the line. Somewhere down the line, you know that whoever was in charge of actual boxing before they divvied up the belts and smaller the weight mm-hmm. divisions and stuff like that, um, somebody was like, fuck, we fucked this up. Yeah. We fucked this up by letting them negotiate their own contracts. Right. You know, like, that's, I'm kind of hyped on the Dana White thing, who's starting his own promotion. Dana I, White is? Yeah, he's There's start- a conflict, conflict of interest with that, considering he owns the UFC? No, I guess it's considered a fight. Like, you know, because all, all of the stuff has to go still through the, like, the boxing com- or fighting commission. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. So Dana White is starting his own boxing promotion. promotion yeah. Gotcha. Link, linking up, with, I guess, with ESPN or something like that. I'm interested to see if he does a similar thing of where they're just ranked kind of like fighters in his promotion. And he pretty much, like, weeds out the politics and the other fighters and just goes, you know, these are the top ten fighters. You fight and you fight. You fight and you fight. Yeah. You know, like, one of those kind of things. Like, the well, same way that he does it in UFC. Yeah, and that it's brilliant, dude. It, it's brilliant for us as fans. It really sucks for the fighters. Yeah. You know, because they're not making much money, dude. Like, Yeah, but I think that it creates mm, – it maybe it creates longevity in the sport. Do you feel as if, like, boxing, like, all right, we have Mayweather, who's on his way out. Like, it it he's almost done. seems like he's alluding to another fight Yeah. sometimes. There's, like, photos of him still training, shit like that. <laughs> yeah, I think I that is a, is a joke. <laughs> but, like, okay, so Mayweather's out. Then you have Triple G and Canelo. Triple G's almost out, too. Yeah, he's almost out. Canelo's got a long time. But, yeah. like, can Daniel Jacobs make a name for himself the same way? Like no. even Andre Ward, who is an excellent communicator, an excellent boxer, good looking dude. Like he doesn't command the same su- type of superstardom that like Mayweather did, Pacquiao did, and even Canelo Alvarez does. No, the only, the only guy that I think that, that after that commands that is, is Anthony Joshua. Really? From London. Yeah. Mm. I mean, he's a big tall looking like good looking guy yeah. and then has charisma to go go along with it so i think if anybody can take over the sport it could be him um especially with this dante wilder fight coming up yeah yeah which is kind of crazy i think that uh that that actually i mean i love triple g and canelo i think triple g i actually think he knocks him out really fast <laughs> canelo yeah i think it's you think gonna, he's just gonna knock out I, I, I think it's gonna be like five six rounds yep do you think that the first one was i mean this is kind of for the listener, I guess. Do you think that the first fight was, uh, like, almost staged? Like, they told, like, you got to go 12 rounds. You can't knock him out. I, no, I, I don't think it was staged, but I think it was one of those things, like, in the back pocket of kind of Golden Boy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, had it not been in Vegas, I think it would have been different. But uh, to have that, they, they ended up on, a like, an 18, a 118 
110 score. Yeah. Which was like kind of like the punch in the gut. Like you didn't knock him out, which is crazy because they're both champs. I don't know. I don't think that that was a tough one. That was on my birthday. That was tough for me to swallow that night. Yeah. Because it was like, you got to call a winner. Yeah. That's so many nuts. people invest in money. But if there's uh, like, you know, I just finished up that article that took me like three and a half hours, I feel like. Uh, but it was it's just one of those things like there was too much money on the line for that to only last one time. Oh, yeah. You definitely. Know what I mean? Because they're not pulling like even though they're pulling a ton of money, they're not pulling like Mayweather Pacquiao money. Yeah. And, you know, what's crazy is I, I think what I would have done had had this been like a negotiation for contract. If I was Triple G because he ended up getting 42.5 or 45 percent, I would have signed a multi multi fight deal right off the gate. So I'm not going to fight you unless you fight me two times. Oh, gotcha. Regardless of what happens, because right. then there's a winner or a loser, and it's a three. There's a trilogy, and yeah. everybody. Boxing loves trilogies. Yeah. They, they hate the fourth fight, but they love the trilogy. <laughs> what was your favorite trilogy? Uh, Probably the Pacquiao. Uh, What's his name? Marquez? Yeah, Marquez. That was the only one I could really remember. But actually. that was the fourth fight where he ended up getting slept. That was crazy. That, that was the first time, actually, that I seen like the internet go crazy on a sports meme. Yeah. yeah well, was, dude, it was just like Pacquiao was a global icon. He was a god. Yeah. Like, even if you weren't a boxing fan, you still knew Pacquiao. Yeah. And that was kind of – that's one of the things, too, where it's like with Mayweather. It's like if you're not a boxing fan, you know who pa- uh, who Mayweather is. Yeah, you know who Tyson is. Right, You right. know who Foreman is. It you just know doesn't Ali. really happen as much. Yeah, it doesn't. I think if Joshua – Anthony Joshua was in the States, yeah, he would be that guy. Yeah. Uh, De- Deontay Wilder, it's – He's crazy <laughs> on the interviews and he things like that. But, you know, it's it, I think that that also sells fights in its own way. Oh, yeah. You know, you want to see if he can talk to talk, and he, and he fights, like, kind of reckless. It's like wrestling. It's like UFC. Oh, yeah. Another, that's one Connor. of the reasons why Connor is huge, I think. Connor, dude, <laughs> mastered it. He took Mayweather and put it on steroids. I mean, <laughs> you've seen what happened to the bus. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was, like, straight out of, like, UFC or WWE. I wonder what's going to happen with that scenario because you haven't heard anything with Connor. Yeah, it's almost I don't know what it's crazy that they don't still talk about it because with a lot of especially because he is so global. I mean, you watch I know that you didn't watch the last two episodes of Billions. You did. I did. How did you like the ending of Billions? I love the ending. That was crazy. (laughs) I lost my shit. Oh, my gosh. I wonder if any of the to the listener, if you watch Billions. Yeah. It's amazing. If you don't watch Billions, it's amazing. Sorry, and you should definitely check it out. If you liked uh, House of Cards, I think it's very similar. Oh, yeah. House right? of Cards, um, it's it's really, really close to that. Yeah. Yeah, Dude. for sure. Okay. So by this time, I think anybody that watches Billions probably has some sort of, sp- like, has seen it. If you don't see it, it's fine. But Spoiler. Spoiler. Alert. Alert. <laughs> you might want to fast forward, like, five minutes if you plan on watching the end of this. But when they, like, I remember when he was sitting there, he got fired. What's crazy. his What's his name got screwed over they by? They played him, huh? Yeah, <laughs> um, they they played him hard. I can't believe the that one girl like kind of turned her yeah. turned on him. But yeah. I think she was kind of fed up with him after the last one too. Me too. Because she because oh you know how that sets the tone is like remember that one episode where the episode where like she had to they were gonna do a case against the guy that was in jail and she didn't want to say that the guards were. Oh yeah, that it was self defense. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was and so that, she didn't like that, that. was the t- turning point, and we kind of knew uh, 
what going in like three or four episodes that that, that Taylor was going to kind of turn. Yeah. Like I called that early. Right. Like, yeah. She's not going to like that. And I wonder, I don't know. It's a lot of stuff, man. Yeah. It was awesome. I, I, I like them coming together though. Dude, too. It's gonna be <laughs> awesome. I love that storyline actually. I wonder how Brit and I always think like, how does that break up again? Because it was built on the tension on the uh, conflict between two, between Rhodes and Axe. But the writers have done such an excellent job so far. And I was also thinking on the other end of that, it's like, how do you stay like, you know what I mean? Like, how do you, st- how do you keep this up with these two people? After a while, it's going to get old. Yeah. I th- so I creating th- new villains. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That, that conflict is now with other people and they yeah. built those people up. Uh, was the attorney general, was he in last season? Do you remember? Uh, the Texan guy? Yeah. No, he was not. No. Okay. Yeah. So they just started on him this season. Yeah. I like him though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, geez. He's a boss for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Real crazy. I'm glad that you watched that. Uh, so my point was going back to all this is like, I wonder like the, the similarities between like billions and what's that? Um, and house of cards, house of cards with all like the back channel talk and like the media influencing <coughs> decisions, things like that. And then the politicians or the billionaires influencing the media to influence the population, that type of thing. <coughs> Sorry. I wonder how much of that really happens in boxing. Uh, all of it. it all of it. <laughs> I mean, they say like there's two guys, Bob Arum and uh, Don King still. No, not Don. Not King. Don. King. Uh, I can't think of his name. Dang. The guy who runs Showtime. Oh, uh, De La Hoya. No, not Golden Boy. Uh, I'll, I can Google it. Yeah, should Google it. Um, dang, he he runs Showtime Boxing though. He, he's uh, Mayweather's homie. Uh, anyways, those two dudes they say that they control. Oh, I know who you're talking about. They uh. control. They Bob Arum, now Oscar De La Hoya, and and him. They they control like the boxing game. That's right. why it's interesting to see Dana White. And the fact that Mikey Garcia mm-hmm. wants to actually sign with Dana White makes it a strong play. The one that I like. Yeah, Because I that don't like Danny Garcia. I know, man. Does Danny I Garcia st- – he, he fought somebody recently and kind of rocked he him. He rocked him. It was a no-name fight. Like an up-and-coming fighter. Uh, yeah, it wasn't any good. I think – well, him and Keith Thurman still have to have the rematch. Yeah. That was a good fight. You know what I love about um, – you know what I I love about the ho- the whole boxing thing is I can't actually remember my train of thought there, but I was thinking of uh, Danny Garcia. Nope, never mind. Completely forgot. <laughs> that was crazy that that just slipped. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, well, back to Canelo and Triple G. I wonder what the odds are in Vegas. Who's the favorite? You really think he's gonna knock him out in six? I think it's six, dude. I don't. That's the slowest I've ever seen Triple G fight. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. It was almost like he – well, I've seen him fight a couple times slow in the first round, but he took like three rounds to get into the groove. Yeah. Those three rounds aren't going to be there. The first time. two – yeah, that's right. The Those, first two or three rounds, it did seem like Triple G was nervous. Yeah, on the stage. Yeah. On the stage. I think those aren't going to be there. Even – you know what's crazy? Even the last fight that he fought Osingo de Mayo, um, when he came out, he like hit the dude a couple times, like whatever, and wanted to take some shots – the dude landed a killer left. And right. I remember that. Kind of yeah. rocked him a little bit. And then he was like, okay, I'm putting him away. Yeah. <laughs> like, enough messing around. So I think it's one of those, like, okay, I already felt it. Right. And he, he's uh, he's never fought anybody twice. So That's this, true. So this is the first time he's going to fight somebody twice. I, I think 
I, I do think Canelo, he's like, he's super fast and he's really strong. Yeah, but I mean, he took the hardest punch <laughs> I've ever seen Canelo throw. Oh, and like, just true. whipped his head around like the Terminator. <laughs> came <laughs> like, back like the Terminator. Yeah, I remember dude. that. Canelo took some shots, though, too, that, yeah. that night. He ran from a lot of stuff, though. Yeah. So I hope, I hope that, you know, they bring it a little bit more this time. But it's a good fight overall. I would love to see if, like, he puts him away in, like, three rounds for some reason but oh. i guess they have to make it like they have the, to make it a thing if he puts him away in three rounds oh his legacy is like over it's it's not even six rounds i feel like is crazy it's like, a short fight know? but I, I just don't i don't know if you it would be tough to put away a top athlete like canelo like after nine i think yeah i just don't think yeah you know by that time even though triple g has a lot of a lot of stamina but I don't think so. You know, what was crazy, too, was um, what was crazy, too, was watching uh, uh, whatchamacallit. Wow, that's twice. Yeah. I was like so focused on like what you were saying. <laughs> and I had an idea of what I wanted to say. And then it completely slipped my mind. But uh, it, it's just it's great. Oh, it's crazy to think that like for the first fight like even though it wasn't you know even though it wasn't like completely staged obviously it wasn't completely staged yeah. they're very much trying to hurt each other in oh there. dude they're undefeated like triple g's undefeated he's right. not trying to lose that exactly <laughs> <You know? laughs> nobody's trying to lose any of these fights however i do definitely think that it was one of those situations where you know if triple g doesn't win decisively like with a knockout or yeah. something like that or just a or complete line sound, or something some sort of no knockdown then it's like then he doesn't win yeah because even though going into that they're essentially fighting for triple g's title right going into that that you know he was still the underdog by popularity you right. know by popularity which is money money controls boxing controls sports yeah. so it's crazy you gotta come for it i i wonder I wonder how the judging is going to be this time because that that was a big thing. Yeah, I haven't it, heard this is in Vegas too. Well, oh yeah, yeah, it has to be right. Dude, yeah, there, there's no huge fight like that that you won't see in Vegas. Yeah, it's too much money, dude. There's you know what's crazy is in terms of in of fights like this isn't even like the best fight that we could watch. No, it just is the most popularized. Yeah, it is. is I, popularized a word. Popular. Popular. Yeah, the most popular fight that we could watch. All right. I don't know. <laughs> or entertaining yeah for, whatever for, it for might now be. uh yeah there's a couple fights though that that are on the table hope one of them goes through so, uh earl spinks and uh and terrence crawford but even then like so my, my that that's a that's a fighter's fight that's a uh, fighter's yeah, yeah like a fighter's fan type of thing but that's the thing is like that would be maybe even more fun to watch like for a fighter for a fight fan type of thing but like those guys like they're it's just not available to whoever, you yeah. know, the boxing, the whole boxing thing was tarnished with the whole, you know, with the controversies and all that. But the, the boxing, boxing was really tarnished with, uh, it had a chance in with the Mayweather Pacquiao. It really hurt that time, dude. Like they should have fought like in their prime, you know, before all the drama. But I, I think it's on a, I feel like it's, it's definitely, it's rebounded since then. That's for sure. Cause right then, right after that, it was it was dry. Well, what was in, and I think that's a lot of the. It's it's fun for me to think of the strategy of like what they're doing to like lift up the brand of boxing. Like, obviously the Connor the Connor McGregor Mayweather thing, but then like the 
but then the Triple G out, uh, Canelo fight was right after that. Oh yeah, you know what I mean, and like that was a real fight between two titans. Yeah, and ha- and had that transit or had that fight happen on single to mile, you'd have felt really good, because I think I don't know when Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder are fighting, but if that fight, and then you get the this the third Triple G Canelo fight, right. then it's like whoa, you know, and you're building some guys up, you know, uh, Lomachenko if he ends up fighting, right. you know, Devonte or Javante Davis or. Are they going to be on the uh, undercards? No, but I'm saying if they, yeah. if they can hit them in the right months. Javon Tay Davis, like he's <coughs> he's good fighter. He's super. Young. I don't know how I feel about the the showboatness of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I don't. Uh, but they they said that. Uh, well, the last fight that I watched, uh, he definitely was like all about it, like yeah. business, was like straight for business, and he he got a new trainer. Yeah, got him on a tight leash, and he's also I think he dude's like twenty. 21 years yeah. old dude like he's still a kid he's being yeah. mentored by by mayweather too isn't he uh he he was but uh they put somebody else i mean he he, he put some stuff on twitter though about like how he didn't like the way that he was being treated and stuff like that uh but from the money scene yeah oh really yeah so i think that he's kind of under the promotion but doing his own thing which gotcha. is good for him yeah good for him. i think you know mayweather brings a certain level of pressure you know to fighters i've seen a few i mean broner for example yeah collapsed under that pressure and yeah. now that was actually a good fight though the last fight he, with he broner yeah i forgot who he fought vargas yeah that was a good fight vargas has a punchable face <laughs> <laughs> vargas does have a punchable face this face he makes in the ring he's a good fighter this face he makes in the ring though he's like just wiggles it in your fucking face <laughs> like oh, it with the face <laughs> Like I, I want Broner to lose, but like, damn, you making this face. <laughs> yeah, I need. I'm. You know what I need to get from you is I actually need to get from you your your HBO login because I don't have it anymore. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, well, and, let's put it in this email. <laughs> we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. Your there we HBO go. login. <laughs> Free. <laughs> Free HBO login. We should invite everybody that's listening to the podcast to your house for the fight, actually. Yeah. A hundred thousand views. <laughs> Listens. Uh, dude, but you know, it I think it's one of the it's one of the sports that I love so much boxing because they really build up the storylines of the fighters. And yeah. it's almost like every single fighter comes from a place of like, like there's no like privileged fighters. No, no you know dude. what I mean? You rarely see somebody. You rarely see it. Yeah. It's a, I guess same thing from, from UFC for the most part. Yeah. Too. UFC. But the difference, I think that it, why I, I mean, I, I watch a lot of UFC, but the reason why I kind of drift towards like, or get more excited for a good boxing match is there something like it's crazy? Is there something like romantic or like nostalgic about it? And there's also like this strategy involved in everything that you do. Like it's not like one punch really can end it. Majority of the fights like that that can't happen. There are some guys that would just knock your lights out, but a lot of times it's strategic. And those guys are on the main stage and have been through punches, have got a chin. So it's this thing of this battle back and forth to pick your spots and. You know, there's not much you can do, but the little things like count and matter. That's why Lomo so so fascinating to watch. You know? Right. Yeah. So the, like the footwork and how quickly you know the footwork is an incredible one to me. Like Lomo can dance around you easy, dude. And then like and then Triple G will walk you down. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? He cuts off the ring and just puts you in the corner all of a sudden, and he's just beating on you. You know yeah. what I mean? I love that stuff. Canelo's, like, countering is, yeah. is like, it's right up there. Dude. The counterpunch is always such an interesting thing to me, too. That was Floyd, man. Floyd's yeah. counterpunch. Jesus Christ. What's his name? Uh, uh, Marquez had a really good counterpunch. Obviously, oh, the counterpunch is what put out Pacquiao, yeah. but, like, I loved, I loved seeing that stuff. It's almost more exciting than, you know, than, like, the the Mike Tysons of, of the world type. Of, there is no more Mike Tysons of the world. No. Mike Tyson is Mike Tyson, and that's that. Yeah, but yeah it it is, but... Dude, because you're you're a little bit younger, but when I or a little bit uh, younger than me, so when I was growing up, and I was uh, I was 40 when Mike. No, I was kidding. <laughs> I was in my my teenage years when Mike Tyson was still like doing his thing, dude. And the anticipation of those fights were like nothing because they were waiting for that cr- soul crush. Dude, yeah, he was yeah. like one of a kind, yeah. you know. And he was smaller than the guys. Yeah. You know, but but height wise, from height side wise, to side, side to tank. side, yeah, <laughs> side to side, you tank. can't see the other person's torso. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, no, he came with it, man. I I I miss Mike. You know, I'm glad. I'm glad, I'm glad that, he's coming back. Yeah, yeah, he turned it around. That's for sure. Yeah, you went through. Have you watched those documentaries on him? Yeah, a lot of them are kind of sad. They are, man. I and you kind of start feeling bad for him. Yeah, I always always like like hope that he'd be okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, in general, dude, like, he was, like, a straight caged animal. Yeah. Like, ready. I mean, and then the dude played with tigers. <laughs> he had a tiger. Which is awesome, <laughs> yeah. first of all. Like, how do we get a tiger in here? I don't know. <laughs> uh, besides Carly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is She is pretty much a – she is a beast in her own right, for sure. It's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> but, dude, like, Mike Tyson is cool to see, and it's – he's – I like that he even made the face tattoo part of his brand. Like he's talking to somebody or whatever. He's 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 smart enough for it, I think. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he, he ended up being able to get in the Hangover and yeah, and do little things like that. Yeah. I, somebody somebody looked out for him. Yeah, you know, even after everything, somebody helped him out. Yeah, which is good. It's good. I w- I wonder if like, I wonder like if he like how he's doing as far as financially. Right. I don't Whenever know. I look up his net worth, because I'm like, where is it? it only says like one million. You yeah, know, there's that has to be a little bit more somewhere. Yeah, th- that's crazy. That's crazy because like Ninja from Fortnite. Yeah. Net worth is three million. Three million. Three million. Video game player. Yeah. No. Esports game player. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I don't agree with it, and I kind of understand it. I just personally, I'm not into it yet. Yeah. Uh, it's it's one of those things like if you love love video games like a growing up kind of thing yeah um especially like things other than sports you know you you kind of you can like kind of get into especially if they're charismatic and they have some charisma to them isn't that the thing though for like anything for any real superstar it is dude yeah Yeah. they somebody else can be massively talented <laughs> but no no charisma yeah. and you have to be like massively massively talented to make the type of impact that some of these people are making without any charisma i think it's undervalued oh yeah huge 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 i mean just like that's what youtube's built off of right it's true it's pewdiepie at his finest is pewdiepie just, yeah it just has this like it's like trolley charisma. It's so, funny. So I don't know what PewDiePie is. 
uh, it's the biggest YouTuber like ever. Is it weird that I don't know that and we run a digital marketing yeah. agency? Yeah, sixty what like sixty eight million followers. Should I know more of these things? You should. He probably grosses like well at one point in time it was like thirty two million a year. That's crazy. Off YouTube, yeah. Off of YouTube. Yeah, put it in in perspective, Casey Neistat's probably sitting at like seventeen million. Oh really? Yeah, and he has sixty eight million. And he started by playing video games when uh, it first came out. Before when, it was a thing. Yeah, and he's funny. So now he does like these like kind of videos, these like trolley videos, but they're funny. I don't know. You should check it out. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> so what are you hoping for out of the? Uh, what are you hoping for out of the Triple G Canelo fight? Uh, just I hope that it's like straight up like just judge fairly. That's yeah. all I want, man. I just. I mean, if if Canelo ends up coming in and boxes better and does his thing, then give it to Canelo. If Triple G does it, give it to Triple G. If Triple G loses, what do we do? Like, as people, as humans? It depends on how he loses. (laughs) 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 Either you're shocked and you you applaud Canelo, or you're really mad because he got it. Do you see a knockout the other way? Uh, No. It's easy now. Yeah, I mean, like, remember, like, David Lemieux like hit Triple G with these nasty uppercuts and shots. Like, yeah, and he was he was on the same course as Triple G. He had like twenty eight knockouts or yeah. something like that too. Lemieux and, was supposed to be a good fight. Yeah, yeah, and it, I mean he's still a good fighter. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, but he, and he I I believe that he has more power than Canelo, so mm. I just don't I don't see it coming. But I mean you never know. You can cop with something that you not that when you're not looking. So Canelo could, can do that for sure. For sure, I don't see him knocking him out though. Yeah. Maybe knock down for sure. That's yeah. that's possible to any any. Yeah, fight. I've for whatever reason I feel like I've noticed that Canelo's taking a couple more hit or not Canelo. I'm sorry, Triple G's been taking more hits yeah. in general. Do you do you think it's for the show or do you? Th- I kind of think maybe maybe he's slowing down just a little bit. I think he's slowing down a little bit, and he's also it was sim- similar to Nanito Denaire. Like he's he's always going in for like the knockout type of thing, yeah. so that that is naturally like um, decreasing his defense altogether. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Put yourself in at risk, right? And vulnerable every time you throw throw the punch. Yeah, yeah. As far as getting slower, man, I don't know. I mean, I guess he is thirty five. Yeah, thirty five, thirty six. He looks better at thirty five than Pacquiao did at thirty five, in my opinion. Definitely does. Yeah. I, th- I think it comes from ending all those fights early. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, Pac- Pacquiao to go through the twelve rounds. Yeah, when Pacquiao first started, man, he was in wars. Yeah, dude, heart of a lion <laughs> like, all the time, and he was small then too. Yeah, he, those first few ones with uh, those first few ones with what call it with, um, well, there was Eric Morales, Morales, yeah, which were crazy, yeah. And then there, and then there was Marquez, yeah. which was crazy. Those you know are wars, I mean? yeah, like straight up wars. That that reminds me. Do you did you ever see the uh, Arturo Gatti and Ward fight? Mm-hmm. Uh, you should look those up. It's it a, a trilogy. Uh, it was they made a movie out of it, out of Ward's life. Uh, but it was probably the like it was the fight of the year that year. But definitely, I think it's probably like the top ten fights of like all time. They both ended up lying next to each other in the hospital oh, shit. at the end, and they're like, they're like thumbs up, like that's, that's a movie. No, it's not a movie. Uh, I mean, they made a movie eventually uh, out of it. Mark Wahlberg played him. Okay, first of all, like anything that. with Mark Wahlberg is amazing. <laughs> and he takes his shirt off, and makes so you'll be happy. 
Thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we had to throw that one in there. Yeah. I, All right. I was trying to tell my wife, like, you sure you want to watch this? It's a boxing movie. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. Um, all right, man. Well, I'm glad that we finally got to do this and talk a little bit about something else that we love outside of um, outside of marketing and building the business. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? So that's cool. Uh, to the listener who might want to connect with you, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me at Instagram at Nelson underscore Dale with a three at the end. You can find me on Twitch, too, with that. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Yes, Twitch is where it's at for Nelson. Catch him this weekend with his daughter, Nyla. Maybe. I don't know. It's Father's Day, so I don't know. No. What else would you want to do than play video games with your daughter? You know, real quick, Father's Day has got to be the worst timing of the year. It comes on a Sunday. It's in June. They, like We should petition to at least move it to October because then at least there's football on Sundays, and you can just lounge out and watch football. <laughs> so mad about that every year. <laughs> and then May 5th is tough because all the great mo- – or, or not May 5th, I'm sorry, but like Mother's Day is tough because all the great movies are coming out. Yeah, I know. And I can't see – dude, all right, before we sign off, <laughs> I'll leave – we'll leave the audience with this. For Christmas with my mom – we always go to the movies. And I remember I knew that she was a uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio fan. And there was The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, shit. And I had no clue how nice. bad it was going to get. <laughs> so, Not fucking leaving. <laughs> <laughs> sitting right next to her on Christmas Day watching The Wolf of Wall Street. And it opens up with him doing drugs out, like doing drugs out of like a prostitute's butt. Did, that did was the <laughs> most politically correct way I could say that. Did, were you embarrassed, or did you kind of rub it in? I was embarrassed oh. the whole time. I was like going like the other way with like you know trying to lean away from my mom. It was off. It was really awful. Oh, if it was my mom, I'd have been like, yeah, <laughs> just to make her even more embarrassed. <laughs> she was like pissed too. You can feel it on her face, like that she hates that. But. Oh, man. But, you know, whatever. It was a great movie. I guess I should have known. Now, catching up on all of Scorsese's movies, it's like they're all kind of gnarly. They're super, Super yeah. violent, super, like, you know, really graphic. Anyways, anyways, uh, to the listener, thank you so much for your time and ear. We will catch you on the next episode of Nelson Made Me Do It. That's Made what we're calling do it. it. <laughs>